friends, welcome to another episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how the key to connection is not necessarily authenticity. So you'll have to hang in there with me on this one. (laughs) But two episodes ago, we talked about connecting with people on the go when you're out and about in a way that makes other people feel valued and appreciated. And we do this by remembering a couple of things. One, We remember that everyone has an invisible sign on their head that says, make me feel important. And two, we realize that no one is really going to remember what we say to them so much as they will recall how we make them feel. So in today's episode, we are going to go a little bit deeper into this opportunity we all have to really connect with others by talking about some ways we can do just that, connect. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. I might not make too many friends with the beginning of this episode, but I cannot tell you how many times my mom and I have had conversations talking about how absolutely perplexed we are by this new buzzword, authenticity and this new buzz phrase, just be your authentic self. And don't get me wrong, uh, it's not like the word authenticity is totally deleted from my vocabulary forever, but it just, it just bothers me for a number of reasons. So I feel like the way authenticity is being used right now, I feel like it gives us a bit of a pass to choose specifically not to grow in certain areas because we're kind of let off the hook, so to speak, by saying, oh, well, this is my authentic self, or I'm just being authentic and real. So, you know, in other words, what we're, what we're really saying is, I'm not changing, I'm not growing, and I'm not adapting in any way whatsoever, and this is kind of my cop-out excuse by saying it's me being authentic. That's how I that's how I view this. Of course, you're welcome to disagree. Um, but obviously, at least being anti-growth is definitely not not my jam. Probably not yours either. Um, but the other reason this increase in the use of authenticity in this way, the other reason it really bothers me, <laughs> um, is that I feel like it's the wrong word to plug into the tent, the intent people actually have when using it. So a lot of times we use the word authenticity as a way to foster and encourage connection, but it still ends up being used as a way to get attention and as an excuse to kind of just air all our dirty laundry. Um, But if we're going to be using it as a way to foster and encourage connection, then maybe there's a different way of looking at it. And that is kind of where I want to get to today. So like you know, we're just being our authentic selves when we share how hard our day was because 
why can't I just be myself and complain when I feel like it? Or we're being our authentic selves when we boldly and blindly overshare our opinions on certain topics that are divisive and frankly, fairly offensive to certain groups of people. Yes, we're entitled to our own opinions just like everyone else, but that's not necessarily going to create meaningful, lasting connection. Or a third one, you know, why can't I go on a rant about how mean the person was to me at the stoplight today in traffic and complain about how terrible I think everything is because I'm just being authentic, right? So sure, we can complain. I'm the first to admit I actually think I complain too much. And yes, we can share our opinions. Um, But thinking of that as a way to be authentic and to connect with people is honestly just really misguided. So if connection is what we crave, this is not the way we want to go about it. On the contrary, I would actually say we create more connection with other people when we aren't complaining all the time because gratitude and positivity are magnetic. But um, that's actually not where I'm going with this episode today. (laughs) Um, You want to know what else is really one of the most attractive things to the human eye when we're looking for and craving deep, meaningful connection? It's imperfection. And of course, this isn't even like a super unique idea, right? But I know we all know that we aren't perfect. But somehow most of us are still bothered by that undeniable fact. So what do we do about it? We use filters on Instagram stories and pictures to hide the natural flaws in our skin or to make us look like we have makeup on when we don't. We speak more than we listen to other people because, God forbid, they don't leave feeling impressed by how jam-packed our professional and social lives are. And we hide behind accomplishments only to be unfortunately devastated years later when we realize they never really mattered all that much and we kind of tuck away all the things we aren't good at. So I was, just a, a small example, I was chatting with a friend of mine and someone I coach in my work a number of years ago, and for some reason I still remember it pretty vividly, <laughs> um, and I just casually mentioned something along the lines of, yeah, I get nervous too. And uh, I can actually get really self-conscious and insecure about how I look sometimes. And I remember just the look of shock on her face. Like, wait, really? You too? Like that happens to you too? And for some reason that just really stuck with me. So, you know, do I want to walk around all day sharing that that's something I've struggled with or still do at times? Not really. Um, But that opened the door for deeper conversation And for the person I shared that with to realize I'm also imperfect, just like she is, just like everyone else is. And it kind of just like gets this, this fake whatever we have in our mind out of the way, right? So also as a small aside here, I would say especially in a mentorship role, there's a lot of pressure to not show the edges of your personality that you're still working on. There's a lot of pressure also to not show the many mistakes you've made to get to where you are today because you're the mentor, right? You're supposed to have your life together. Fortunately or unfortunately, no one, no one has uh, his or her life together, not a single person. And I think the sooner we 
can kind of get over that in whatever relationships you're in that require any sort of mentorship, the sooner you can really start to affect change and help people grow. They don't need to be impressed by you. They already are. (laughs) I mean, otherwise they probably wouldn't be open to being under your guidance in the first place, if you look at it from that perspective. Um, But anyway, getting back on track. When was the last time you were the kind of authentic, or I prefer words like transparent, real, genuine, when was the last time you actually showed a not-so-perfect edge of yourself? Just, you can kind of think on that, you know, maybe think about it later. Um, or I'll give you another, another example. So I recently attended a large conference where I heard from amazing leaders that everyone admires. And what I loved so very much was hearing the imperfect pasts that preceded their perceived perfect success, right? We see leaders elevated all around us in different industries, speakers, authors, CEOs, athletes. And for some reason, most of us tend to connect with those who share their struggles, who share the times they failed. They're the losses, the the races that they just miserably lost. They're, well, you know, actually, it might not seem like it, but I'm a little self-conscious about XYZ part of themselves. Those things, those imperfections are what resonate with us. A more personal example, um, and kind of in a different type of relationship context, but the longer I'm married to Drew the more I can only actually laugh at myself back when we were dating or just friends. So I totally obsessed over the braid in my hair being perfect and was super self-conscious about whatever outfit I had on, even though he probably didn't notice any of it, right? Or just all of those superficial things wanting to look and seem perfect. So silly, but also fairly typical and totally normal to get wrapped up in. But the longer we're married, the more affirmed I am in the fact that Drew loved and still loves me because he saw many imperfections and plenty of insecurities and decided he wanted all of them. So going through our friendship and then dating, both being ourselves and being brave at times, because I personally think that In that close of a relationship, it can require so much courage to let some flaws be seen for fear of rejection, right? That makes sense. Um, But choosing that approach only made us more and more rock solid, I believe, in our choice to commit to one another by increasing the connection we had with one another. So that's just a, a, a very specific example, but I can't explain how the social media accounts with perfectly curated feeds get double the following. Very frustrating. Um, and I can't explain why the filtered pictures get double the likes, but in the real world, I truly believe it's the humble perfections that we connect with the most. And I know I'm not alone in this because plenty of people are, are preaching this from the rooftops and I, I think it just bears repeating. Um, but notice the word humble too, humble imperfections. It's not a competition. (laughs) It's not a competition like, well, I've struggled more than anyone else in my road to success approach, because that also would be missing the mark quite a bit. It's just an approach to conversing with others and sharing of ourselves 
that's real, transparent, reserved, yet open to sharing not just ourselves in the best light, but also ourselves in the light that might shine on our flaws sometimes. And, you know, if you if you still don't believe me, that's fine. <laughs> um, but if you still don't believe me, then maybe you can think through some of the people you deeply admire and just ask yourself why. Why do you deeply admire them? Because we can be fans of people and then we can have a deep respect and admiration for someone. And it's the latter that I'm referring to. But definitely feel free to reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on this. I would be more than open to it. Um, the way the way we connect with other people is super complicated. And I'm sure that's why there are lots and lots of books on this. And I know I'm just scratching the surface, but if you feel like I missed something, it's because I did. And I know I did, right? Like this is this is a, a very thick topic, but regardless, I hope this resonates with you in some way and just encourages you to not worry too much next time you feel like you're letting someone see a beautiful imperfection or a past shortcoming you have because that's how we connect and relate on deeper levels that we crave and we need anyway. So as always, thank you so much for listening and um, for pouring into your leadership because our world needs more leadership and we very definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.